Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Here we go. Hey, good morning. It's February 23rd. It's a Thursday. It's icy out there. Creme brulee day. Creme brulee ice. I broke, yep. I broke a snow brush. Uh, what else? What did we get? I broke a snow Both brush. I took a nice snow brush, too. I had to, I had to dig out my back door, mm-hmm. the screen door, just because there was two to three inches of creme brulee. Mm-hmm. The crispy top and then snow underneath. And if you go outside, depending, you know, it might be different conditions in different spots. But, yeah, we went through that this morning that uh, you might need a little extra time. The roads are not, I would say they're not terrible by our standards. I did do a thing today that I try not to usually do. I left some snow on the hood. Yeah, but there's almost all of it, actually. It was because I felt like it was not going anywhere. No, it's under the creme brulee. And it didn't go anywhere. But as I'm driving, I thought... This maybe was a bad idea because it's definitely not going anywhere. If it does, like this, it's not going to come off in one piece, right? One giant ice block is rolling past my car. It could either go through the windshield or over top into somebody else. Um, so maybe a bad call on that front, but it never, never budged whatsoever. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, na- you know, it's not that nasty out there, but you will. I would imagine need more time, and you've it's, got... It's clearing off the car yeah, at the start. Clearing yeah. off the ice from the car. We never got our physicist or glass worker to call in to see no. if it's okay to put cold water on your windshield. I, I still believe that it is. Well, I think we should just run with it is. I don't want anybody to like, break their windshield. I know you're not supposed to do hot. You're not supposed to do warm. Cold water, and especially this kind of consistency. I did it this morning. I poured cold water because I'd already broken the snow brush, and it worked. So, you know, worked for me. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Okay, we've got something to get to here from the Carolina Hurricanes owner, but that's after we we quickly reset on the Sabers. So was was kind of struggling with this yesterday, Joe. Like where where I where I am about the Sabers, where I feel about them. I think there's a universal, a near universal happiness or whatever. People are encouraged about the direction of the organization, right? Everybody'd be encouraged about the the direction of the organization without saying that everything is perfect. You know, this needs to be better. They could be better here or there. So I put up a Twitter poll. Given player development, and let's let's talk about this at 803-0550. Given player development, given, you can include whatever you want here. Are you already declaring the Sabre season a success? Because yesterday I went through a little thought experiment with you. 
I asked you, you know, comparing it to golf or comparing it to making the cut in golf, having a mm-hmm. better score versus being higher up in the standings. Because the Sabres are definitely going to have a better season than they've had in a long time from a points percentage. Like how many points they get that are available, right? Their their number, 82 points, 85. They're going to have their best season post-tank. I think that's pretty much locked in. So, okay, that means they're better. However, as of tonight, if Detroit wins and Pittsburgh doesn't, the Red Wings are in a playoff spot on yeah. point percentage, a place the Sabres were just a couple days ago. So as you look at Ottawa, as you look at Detroit, just about everybody in the East is in the race. There are only three teams that aren't. Yeah, Philly, Montreal, Columbus. Yeah. So I Ottawa ha- is kind of in it. Ottawa's I mean, not that far behind the Sabres, and they just made a salary dump move. Like, if Ottawa yeah. went out and swung for Chikrin, wouldn't that strike you as odd that a team behind the Sabres thinks they're in a good enough spot to swing for a player? Now, sure. maybe they don't think they have the assets, and they need, they're a little more desperate. You could spin it any number of ways you want, but... Where I land on on the Sabres right now is I am happy, and I think they're in a good spot, and I'm pleased. But I don't want to hang – I don't quite want to hang mission accomplished banners all over the arena on what they've done, right? Let's let's temper how successful the season has been because if you told me, hey, they're going to be in the playoff race, I would have said, bang, that's a success. That's a good season. But you end up getting – I think, a little too pass-fail here. Because there are a lot of different outcomes. Everything from dead last to yep. make, making the playoffs. And if they were one of the three teams, Montreal, Columbus, or Philly, that is not in it, what would we be saying today? Fire the GM? Fire the coach? It's a disaster? It, you would want you would want blood. It would not be yeah. any improvement. If you were one of the three teams not in it, it would be disaster. And instead... You are one of the teams that is in it with Mm -hmm. even Ottawa a little bit, Detroit, Pittsburgh, the Islanders, Washington. And these teams are all on different timelines, so that's not lost on me. But instead, you get a team that is in the race, and it's already 71% voting in this Twitter poll. Already the season is, yes, it is a success. Jason Bottrell's famous line about meaningful games in March, the Sabres are a week away from March. And provided they don't lose these next three, They'll probably get to meaningful games in March. Yep. It is not a high bar. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's not a high bar. They're young. I, I know all the stuff we could say about them. 71% already declaring the season a success. Is that right? I, I want to lean yes. I want to lean yes. I think it also should matter a little bit that like their move, if they ever make it, the big move that that kind of screams, okay, time to win, has not yet happened. Ottawa has done that. They already traded for Alex Dabrinkit, maybe they're setting up another one. They signed Claude Giroux. They're below you right now, and they they already went for it. They already bit. went for it. Detroit, Detroit is above you, but they're pretty much right there in the same spot, and they went for it. Right, like they well, traded for Billy Huso, they, they signed David Perron in yep. the off season, who is still playing. Yep, like they went out and signed mediocre free agents. They spent money, and they went for it. And by the way, both teams, like the Sabers, locked guys up. Meanwhile, Ottawa, I'm sure, is talking about every day. Is Alex DeBrinket about to leave in free agency, and we just traded a top ten pick for nothing? Dylan Larkin, 
that are they talking about Detroit whether or not we trade him or not right now? Because the last report I saw was he wants nine million dollars and the Red Wings are at seven. And the deadline is a week away. So two top players on your teams might leave. So and the other teams are aging out. I feel like you could call it a success because I do think the timeline if for the Sabres it it's it's less expected of them than I would say anybody else. Everybody else should win. I'm not to say the Sabres shouldn't win either, but they can hide behind development and hide behind the age of their team a lot more than all of these other teams can. And like I'm looking right now at their over-under point total. They're right at the same spot that everybody else is at. The Islanders are at 89.5. Sabres are at 89.5. Detroit's at 87.5. Ottawa's 85.5. Like, they're right there in the group of teams that have swung. And I, I want to think when the Sabres swing, they're going to be ahead of all of those teams mm-hmm. because they're at, a, they're, they're at an even point already. Right. And I think that the, the, the real issue comes to, if you grade it pass-fail, I think 100, not 100, but if they... How do you call it a if, fail If they right finish now? ninth, I think you're going to get most people saying that is a... Pass. Yes. It's not a fail. It's a pass. So by the, let's let's go by what the over under are right now. So these are from Bet Online. Eighty nine and a half is their over under. Let's say they finish with eighty nine points. They've got Pittsburgh and Florida both at ninety two and a half. Let's say that happens. They miss by three points. Pass. Everybody gives them a pass with eighty nine points, missing by a couple. Probably. It's it's a pass. Let's be. And this is what gets to seventy one percent of the of the people voting in the Twitter poll. And give us a call by the way on this if you have a thought eight zero three zero five fifty because it relates to the deadline and I've got a. A clip from an NHL owner I want, to, I want you to listen to. We're going to play that in a moment. So, pass-fail, everybody says pass. How about a letter grade? Is it an A? Can't be an A. Not yet. Making the playoffs? A. Just missing? B. 12th place? Yeah. B- minus. C+. Plus. That's still passing. Yeah. But... Right, it's what, not an F. What is it? What is that? A lot of Fs. What does the GM sound like? What does the coach sound like? What does locker cleanout day sound like if they miss by five points? If they have and the, they're in it until like the final week. Yeah, and then they get eliminated. The last time the Sabers were in a playoff race, they got eliminated with two games left in the season in in Philly? Philadelphia. Yeah, there's a Yager play, isn't there? I know there's a Matt Reed goal that kind of does it. He Matt be, Reed. Matt Reed. That, yes, that happened because that name for some reason I want to yell about that name. He beats Miller in the third period, kind of late, and then okay. the season is it ends. Right. They're in a race. They don't make it. They got into a playoff spot with a win in Washington, and it looked like they'd be good to go. Then Airhoff got hurt again, and I, yeah, that's how long ago it was. So anyway, is that just, Gomez running Miller? It might be... And he gets hurt? It might be that year. I'm not quite sure. Okay, okay. I just know that they were in it until the end, and then they lost. Yeah. And they fall out. And at that point, we're mad. Like We're mad because that team yep. is... That's before the tank. That's before the drought. That's... They had signed Airhoff, new owner, new... Like, oh, we're going to spend tons of money, we flew a helicopter to go get Robin Regeer out of yeah. Alberta. They had made the playoffs in, of course, 05-06, 06-07, and then won the division... Two years before that, yep. made it late on a surge the, the, the previous year. and then We, we this were talking next, about the cup. 
Sure. That we, first year after Pagula takes over the team, they had made the playoffs back-to-back years. We, I think we were talking about the Cup. I think it was – now I'm mixing my years. The first year they win the division, that's pre-Pagula. The second year is the comeback to get in and lose to Philly. And he takes over the team he takes over during mi- that season. During that season. They yeah. win the division under previous ownership. Right. So, But anyway, like the, yeah. back-to-back playoff appearances, things had gone well. We, it was a different world. Right now, they are flush with assets. They are – Good with locked up, good young talent on reasonable contracts. We talked about you know Thompson and Cousins identified this year. Tuck is on a beauty of a deal for multiple years. Things are great. But what to do now and what to do to take the next step I think is really interesting. Because the Jacob Chikrin idea, do they need to make this move? No. Do they need to make the Timo Meyer move? No, they don't. But I do want you to listen to something here because... You know, the way Kevin Adams says, they're not going to sacrifice this, they're not going to upset the the future, the window, All the, mm. they're trying to build for sustained success. And I think there's a lot to be said there that is right on, right? It's accurate. Yeah. But I want you to listen to Tom Dundon. This is the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes. Now, the Hurricanes and the Sabres are in two different spots, mm-hmm. and I understand that. But listen to Tom Dundon. And convince me that Kevin Adams couldn't say the exact same thing word for word today, and we would all be very happy and agree. And having said that, I think we've got ourselves in a position with our the amount of assets we have for the future and the age of our team and and where we are that we can be we could probably be a little more aggressive giving up something in the future to increase our odds today without changing the window much, whatever that means. Cause I don't believe in the window thing. Like the reason we have so much turnover is we expect to be good every year. Love that. It's pretty good. Yeah. Tell me Kevin Adams couldn't say the exact same thing. The position we're in, all the assets we have, we feel like we can be it's Frank Saravelli. He's talking with Frank Saravelli of the daily Daily face off. Daily face off. Yep. And Frank's asking him about the idea of making a trade. And the owner flat out says, we are in a position to be more aggressive, really, than we ever have. We're leaning on the more aggressive side than ever right now. And it doesn't mean that the Sabres have to do that from a desperation standpoint. But having all these assets and having all these picks and prospects, this is the time to be aggressive. If you do it when you don't have many prospects and picks, people say you're desperate. The mm-hmm. Sabres aren't desperate. I actually think the Sabres are in a position to be aggressive. And if that means Chikrin, okay, great. If that means Timo Meyer, you know, the contract, you need an extension. Yeah. But word for word, what Tom Dundon, the owner of the Canes, said right there, Kevin Adams could say that today, and how could you disagree? You couldn't. But is it imperative they do that now, or is it imperative they do that before next season? It's more imperative because they do it in the offseason. They, they could do it now. Because this kind of goes to, your, to the poll. If you're already ready to call this season a success, they're not winning the Stanley Cup. So, what what more do you want to do right now? Like, you want to guarantee yourself that you get in? Because that is a difference. It's a big difference whether or not they're in or whether they're not. But clearly, a success is measured right now of just come close. Next year, to me, feels like you want to be a, you want it to be assured you're going to be in the playoffs. And you want to start challenging... Tampa, Toronto, and Boston. Start start getting th- competing with the big boys of the division. Mm-hmm. So, to me, is it imperative they do that? They could talk like that now, and I would love that. 
is it imperative they act like that now, or is it just that they do it before next season? Because to me, this year, I'm not quite yet ready to call it a success because I want to make sure, I want to see this through, that they stay in the race. They don't go on some losing streak here. But I I don't need to see them win a round in the playoffs. I don't need to see them win a playoff game. I'm not even sure I'd love to see them make it. I don't even know if I need to see them actually get in. But next year, to me, it's like, all right, now it is time to go and not just talk about getting in. Even if you haven't gotten in, it's this team is young, talented, and I should have every reason to think I could start challenging the top teams in the division. Let's mix a phone call in here, connect with our fans. Larry in South Florida. Larry, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, no need for an ice scraper today here, fellas. Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, so first off, uh, congratulations, Joe. I'm really sad that Howard's going. I've been calling you guys for years to talk about the Bills and the Sabres. But, Joe, you got a wealth of knowledge at your young age. It's very impressive. I'm going to disagree with you on one thing that you just said. Um, I'm not, I don't want to wait another year. I'm 59 years old. It's been a very long time. I want to see that chickering trade. I don't know what we're waiting for. Like Paul Hamilton said yesterday on your show, we were watching Toronto skate around and just like, ooh, wow, these guys are really good. And and I know you guys talked about it. Everyone's forwards get behind our defensemen. We don't clear guys out in front of the net. Chickering's a young player. He's a physical player, and he's a very talented player. Like, I don't need him to go out and fight every night, but I want to see somebody throw their weight around. Like you said, Joe, um, Tuck and I think it was Ocoso, they are on fire against Toronto, but they were the only ones. So I want to see a move for a young, solid, physical defenseman. And if we can get a Meyer as well, we have the assets, we got the young players that we can move, and we got lots of draft choices. So love to get your thoughts, fellas. Thanks, Larry. Let's start with Chikrin first and then Meyer. The cost for Jacob Chikrin, according to Andy Strickland. Andy Strickland is I think he's uh, athletic. Blues reporter 590 The Fan. Okay. Midwest. The cost for Chikrin is any combination of two first-round picks or a first and a prospect that would equal a first. So That's it? That's it. Because that is a lot less than... some. At some point, it was sounding like they wanted the Eichel package. Two... First-round picks or a first and a prospect that equals a first. The Sabres could trade their first-round pick this year Mm -hmm. and one of the three that they just took, yeah, Ostland, if you don't want to part with Savoy or Kulik. And I realize you know, not every one of these names is a household name for every Sabres fan just yet, but does that sound prohibitive? No. For a defenseman that would be a top-four defenseman under contract for two more years and... Does he sign after that? I, I don't know. I'm not even sure that you need him to. You have more to spend. Let's get to the Timo Meyer thing. Well, without a contract, Meyer is gonna his price is gonna be driven down because he's a rental. Yep. And does anybody and you have a ten million dollar qualifying offer if mm-hmm. you don't sign him? And he's got a, already a big cap number. How many teams can even, can, can even afford to fit him in? Right. Well, the Sabers are one. The Sabers not, are, there's not many. There's not many. The Sabers could trade. Uh, three second-round picks. They do have three second-round picks. Yeah. What if they offered three second-round picks for Timo Meyer to try to get in this year? And, you know, Joe, I know you said they're not winning the Stanley Cup, but 
we, we did this earlier this week on Let's Get Stupid. What if they traded for both those guys? Yeah. If they made it as the eight seed with both those guys on the roster, I, I don't know, okay, they're not winning the cup. Are we not investing and saying, like, what could happen? It's I, would, a, it's oh, a, I would be a lot more curious about what they could do. It's a sport with randomness. And, again, yeah. I, I'm not sitting here saying to bury your future for one season. Sure. I'm kind of getting to Larry's point about the two guys. What what I am getting at, though, is that I'm thinking back to the Bills' first year they broke the drought. They got in, and they played the Jaguars, and they lost, and we didn't care because yeah. the drought was over. They didn't even score a touchdown. We didn't care. The drought was over. If this team breaks the drought, I think there will be similar vibes of, like, don't care. You ended the drought. You did it. Right. That team that ended the drought traded a third-round pick for Kelvin Benjamin because they thought, We've got something here. Let's Let, get in. Let's try to get in. And they barely got in. Mm-hmm. And then they lost and didn't score a touchdown. But the getting in mattered. It mattered a lot. It did a lot for the coach. It did a lot for the GM. And then, of course, you know they charted their new path. But that meant a lot to people. Sometimes I think we get stuck on, and I'm guilty of it too, of if you're not going to win, what's the point? And that drought breaker meant a lot, and that was a team that identified we are in a position to make a difference with our fans. They made a trade. Well, for me on Chickeran too, the other point is it, I want to see them make that move. I won't be upset if they don't make that move by Friday. Will you be upset if Detroit makes it? Yes. Okay, I might. If Detroit makes it, or Boston, anyone in the division, well, yeah, Toronto, Toronto, anyone that does it, I think, I think I would be, I would be upset. But if he gets traded to the Kings, yeah, right, that was, yeah, I'm, that not, was I'm not going to be mad about it. Reported to be close. But if he gets, I'll say this though, if he just stays on the Coyotes, which I guess Saravelli actually even was tweeting yesterday, like that's not that might actually happen. That the Coyotes are willing to hold out. They've been holding out for over a year. Shocker that an NHL trade won't happen. Right, right. So, <laughs> seven depth defensemen get traded for fifth round picks. I I'll be mad a little bit if he's traded anywhere, and the Sabers are not it. But if he's not traded, I, I guess my my point is, I, the reason why I would want to see them do that now, that player in particular, that a, a trade like that is warranted at some point, right? Yep. At some point, if they do- need to make a trade like that. And if it they should. If it doesn't happen at this deadline, then this offseason, a trade like this is, exactly. I-, I would say, to be expected. And what are the odds that a player that fits what you need and what the age group that you have, what what is the what are the odds that a player like Chikrin is going to be out there? That someone that fits what you need in the timeline this perfectly is still going to be available to you in the summer. To me... I I would if the Sabres traded for Chickering tomorrow, you could call that their big summer move. Because that it's not just for this season and it's a trade that you want to see them make eventually anyway and the the, the thing that I wouldn't want to see happen is get to the summer, Chickering's been traded to LA and oh now I don't really have a guy that fits this. Okay, I got a really good defenseman over here, but he's twenty eight and I gotta pay him in a year, or I got this forward over here, but I, I've already got all the centermen that I need, so do where am I gonna put him in the lineup? Like to me, Chikrin fits what they need on the ice. He fits the age timeline of this group. I, I just think he fits so perfectly 
that if, if they if they had it in their heads, we're not going to make a big move right now, but we'll we'll probably do that at the summer. Why not just do it now anyway? The bonus is that you're getting him for the rest of the season. If you want to make a big move in the summer, and you think this guy is the perfect fit, he pro- he might not be there for us in the summer. You do it now, with it in mind of this is our summer move. But we're just doing it in March, and we're going to take the bonus of we get him for the rest of the season. That, to me, is why the chicken move is it, it's timely compared to a lot of the other ones. Because I just don't know that that type of fit is just always going to be out there for them. That trade is always going to be out there for them to make. As long as they have these assets. And again, the price. Two firsts or a first and the equivalent. And they've got picks, but like you know, as time goes on, prospects sometimes can hit a bump in the road. And all of these guys are not going to develop now. You could argue that their prospect pool will never be more valuable. Part of because the reason, you give them, right. you give them a year, and suddenly, uh, you know, Noah Oslin maybe not as valuable as he once was because now he's in Rochester and he's only scored ten points. I, I would also say, to the flip of that, you draft all these players and have all these picks with the idea that you might not keep them all. Hey, give us a first round pick. Not everyone is going to make your roster. You're going to identify one that. Yeah, we'll send him away. It's an asset to use. Mm. All right, we gotta get a break in. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Love that from Tom Tom Dundon though. I mean, like just you yeah. could I want it applied to the Sabres. I'm jealous of that talk. And I hate that Carolina makes me want to like every little <laughs> thing about them. It's the worst. And while you know, while I understand they're in different spots, that's that's where I want the Sabres to get is that attitude, that those that line from the GM. We can be more aggressive with the assets we have. We don't buy the window, we expect to win every year. They've they've been run, Carolina. Very, very well. And I'm hoping the Sabres can continue to do what they have been doing and get down that track because they they appear to be on it. All right, Jeremy and Joe, 803-0550. If you want to join us, one 888 550 on WGR. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let's face it, like, every game from here on out is, is basically becomes a playoff type of game. You know, where... You know what's on the line game after game after game. And so you're getting that feeling of showing up at the rink knowing this is a big game today. And not that it, the points count the same. You know that in October as they do now and into April. But the reality is everything's just ratcheted up a little bit higher, you know, a little bit higher. The intensity's a little bit higher. Sabres GM Kevin Adams taking your thoughts on if the season is already a success. A couple of big games coming up tonight and tomorrow in Florida against the Lightning and then the Panthers. Tomorrow's bigger than tonight. Say that. It is. And if you lose the Panthers. So, with that in mind. you asking me which goalie you play? Yeah. Anderson against the Panthers? Is he I my, think I want Anderson against the Panthers. He's my most reliable option. He has been all year, really, hasn't he? Numbers-wise, it's not even close. Yeah. Like, save percentage, goals above expected. He's been the Sabres' best goaltender all year. And what I wonder is they've seemingly had this, for good reason, and Lukanen played fine at times, this deal with him where you're 41, you came back, you're going to play one or two games a week, we're not going to play you 60 games. But does that change as the race gets later and later? Will they, will they be willing to up his usage, even at his age? Because, okay, we're in the race, you're our best goaltender, we're going to play you two every three games the rest <laughs> of the way. Like, would, would, if they wanted to do that, would they? That's, uh, I guess it's got to be in the cards. He's on the team. Yeah. So. He's been load managed, and they're carrying three goaltenders. However. Keep him fresh for this point in the season. I heard you mention this on the Extra Point Show. Which NHL guy, was it Dreger or Friedman, said that. The Friedman. Sa- Friedman. That the Sabres were carrying three goalies. That's one spot that could change if they wanted to make a deadline acquisition. You would. Wave a goalie. Or would you even send Lukanen down to Rochester? send Lukanen down. With a sub-900 save percentage, he's won a lot of games for you. Yeah. But if they send him down right now, I feel like there wouldn't be nearly as much anger. As when, when Comrie first came back, if they'd done it then, there would have been outrage. Yeah. Now. And if it's I in mean, the interest of putting a better team together. I don't know. It would be tough for me because I still feel like their best the, their best end of the season possible involves him. It involves him playing the majority of the games and getting hot. It, it might just be the age, the draft, whatever, the draft status or whatnot. But I still feel like the the highest level of goaltending they have available to them is him at his best versus the other two. But again, Anderson has been way more consistent all year than both the other two. You can give us a call or a text or a tweet on the Sabers. I do have a. A Derek Carr story I want to share with you because I asked you in the break if you had seen it and you said no. And no. That's, that is very good news for me. Okay. <laughs> because I want your instant reaction to this. Okay. So in the New York Post today or yesterday, the Jets are pursuing Derek Carr. They had a meeting, Carr and the Jets. And the reports are this piece from Michael Bin that it went well. Diane Rossini reports it went really well from both sides. 
And then Diana Rossini on NFL Live yesterday got a little more specific on what the sales pitch was from the Jets. Uh-huh. So we've seen this in some free agency stuff before, right? Like there's a free agent. You're not only going to say like, hey, here's the money. You're going to talk about why you're you're perfect here, why this is the best move for you. The Clippers once, when they were trying to recruit Blake Griffin back to them, created a banner and said, this is going to happen one day. Mm -hmm. And they like put it in the arena and like, this is going to be your banner if you resign here. Your number retired, yeah, all that. Like yeah. you created a fake banner. Well, I mean, it was a yeah. real banner, but yeah. So legacy, that's that's a thing you can sell players on. Uh-huh. Quoting Diana Rossini, they were pretty clear with him. They told him he's a great quarterback. They told him he's got a legit surrounding cast of players. They ran top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. The Jets, hold on, made uh-huh. it super personal too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win – you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. What? First ba- first ballot they threw in there even. Really? First. B- if they win a Super Bowl with him, first ballot Hall of Famer. I've got questions, follow-ups. Ready? Yeah. I'm Derek. I'm Derek. <laughs> I'm, Derek. I'm Derek Carr, okay? It's an amazing sales pitch. I'm Derek Carr. I want you to tell me, hey, Derek you could be a first ball Hall of Famer if you come here to the Jets, right? All right, all right. So we got best defense in football. There, like run game. We got everything you want, and we're New York. We're the Jets. We ne- haven't made the playoffs in twelve years. You Ooh. come here, and you win. First ballot Hall of Famer. Wow. So you're thinking? So like what? Fifty million? <laughs> do it. Are you going to give me fifty million? I mean, I'm going to be a first ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer. How right. do you, how do you say that and then say? I, ca- I, I guess you. it's the only way you could say, but we're going to wait to find out what Aaron, Ro- Aaron Rodgers wants to do. <laughs> it's like, I, but he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. we got to wait to see what Rodgers going to do. Right. Listen, we think you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but if you could just wait until we hear from Aaron, <laughs> that's kind of wild. Uh-huh. What would it take for Derek Carr to become a first ballot Hall of Famer? He'd have to win two, three Super Bowls three. with the Jets. Two, two with the Jets. Would he be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he won two Super Bowls with the Jets? Yes. Maybe he would. Who's... Oh, Matt, is Eli Manning a first ballot Hall of Famer? No. How different... He's he's a borderline Hall of Famer. How different would Derek Carr's career be from Eli Manning's? Two Super Bowls in New York, and otherwise a pretty middling career... He'd he'd have to win three. I'm, I'm sticking with it. He'd have to win three. To be a first ballot Hall of Famer. It is even in the Hall of Fame if he wins a Super Bowl with the Jets. I'm looking at, I'm trying to find like his, okay, his player comparisons. Right this now. This is like pro football reference. Yeah, pro yeah. football reference. His player comparisons right now. Uh-huh. Andy Dalton, Ken O'Brien, Ryan Tannehill, Ron Jaworski, Kirk Cousins, Jim Everett, Phil Simms, John Kitna, Tony Romo, Brian Sype. Yep. All middling quarterbacks. Yes. Right? Except for, but did I hear Phil Simms in there? Is he the one Hall of Famer? You heard Phil Simms in there, but no, I don't think he's in the Hall of Fame. Okay. Um, if you go to his nine-year mark, he compares with Roethlisberger and Elway and Jim Kelly. Uh huh. His how about modern though? Are they doing that based on the numbers or like on their, well, their however, approximate value? However, Pro Football Reference okay. does their similar players. Yeah. 
several times he is in here with John Elway on numbers, production. Uh-huh. I mean, Carr is not thought of as to be, to be one of the best in the NFL. He's thought to be a, a totally reasonable starter. So Hall of Fame monitor right now. That's also pro football reference. He is at a 39.7. And for quarterbacks, what's what's the uh, score of around 100 is the average for, for modern day inductees. He's at a 39. So that essentially seems, that seems bad. He's he's put together 40% of the resume that he needs and he's 32 years old. Okay. So he'd it, have to get going in a hurry. Right. He's behind I mean, he's he's right there with Tannehill and Jay Cutler. He's behind Matt Hasselback, Andy Dalton, Trent Green, Culpepper. I mean, Jeff Garcia. What's Josh Allen's number right now? Do we think it's higher or lower than Cars? Allen's at a 31. Oh, oh same as Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> a 31. I, man, he'd have to do so much. But the one thing I get tripped up with him is, how different is he than Matthew Stafford? Because weren't we saying with Matthew Stafford, is he not... What's Stafford's number right now? Stafford's number on the Hall of Fame monitor is a 71. The Super Bowl. I wonder what the Super Bowl does for that. Is it like 20 points? It's got to be. Is that how much? I feel like I'm... In the, I think it might be worth more than that. More than twenty to the to the people that are voting on it. I bet it's worth more than twenty. It's probably worth like forty, right? In that case, if Derek Carr were to go to New York and win a Super Bowl, he would need two. He would he, for a first ballot. And that, I, I'm listen, saying for in general though, at all, if, if he wins one Super Bowl with the Jets, is he a Hall of Famer? If you're joining us halfway through this segment and thinking, what in the world are you guys talking about? Right. <laughs> the, the Jets told Derek Carr. If you come here, we think you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. If you win a Super Bowl yep. here, you'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. Is there? There aren't they almost themselves doing a little cell phone here? Like we're so bad. We're the Jets. We're the Jets. <laughs> like you come here and win. It's a little bit. They're gonna build a statue in front yeah. of Canton. You said statue. It's a little bit like when Doug Marone said getting the Bills to the playoffs, he'd be Saint Doug. He should be like <laughs> they should get him a statue, just making the playoffs. Right. He's got an 89 and 101 record for his career. Not exactly playing for a a well-run franchise. I know. But man, I don't know. Like even the numbers are not that great. They're not even Stafford in in Detroit was had better numbers that he was putting up. So, I mean, he's thrown over 30 touchdowns what three times in 14 years? No, I'm looking I'm looking at I'm looking at Stafford's numbers actually right now. Um, one Super Bowl, I say he's two Super Bowls. I say he's in the Hall of Fame. Three Super Bowls, he's first ballot. Right. None of that is happening. Well, Jets fans are going to be very excited to get their three Super Bowls. <laughs> Derek Carr, had Derek first ballot, but we're going to wait to hear from Aaron first. When we get back, a former Saber, his name hits the trade market, and talks are heating up. So we'll continue to give you a uh, little juicy NHL rumor. And I mentioned the Patrick Kane thing, how the Sabres could actually, yes, could be involved. That's next here on WGR. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medella, 
the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Patrick Kane behind the net. Looking for Domi. He scores! Max Domi from Patrick Kane. A power play goal for the Hawks. And they're right back in this thing, Sharpie. So Patrick Kane could get traded at the deadline. He wants to go to the Rangers. He gave them two teams. Toronto and New York. And they've both already made big trades. The Leafs got O'Reilly and the Rangers got Tarasenko. Yeah, so he's also apparently turned it on after having a really rough year. Yeah. And defensively he's been a mess, but he has turned it on to try and get traded. So the funny thing about that, he had how many... He wants to be a Ranger, right? Like, it sounds like he wants to be a Ranger. He even... Well, before that, he had nine goals and what? He had nine goals and 16, 26 assists on the season in 50 games when Vladimir Tarasenko was traded to the Rangers. Then he made a comment about how he hated seeing the trade. And like he basically said it. I wanted to be a Ranger. Tarasenko got traded there. This sucks. Since then, seven goals. In four games. I mean, do we think he just wasn't trying? I'm I'm not even, like, kidding. He might have just not been trying all year. And then, oh, nobody wants me. Maybe I should start trying. And then he scored seven goals, and now maybe he thinks he can convince the Rangers again to trade for him or something. But just very odd. The guy scored nine goals all year, and then, boom, suddenly he makes a comment about being mad the someone didn't trade for him, and then he scores seven. Well, I wouldn't anticipate the Sabres are going to trade for him, but nope. the team that trades for him is going to need salary cap clearinghouse. Because it's what? Ten? Ten million dollar contract. Ten and a half is so the cap So someone hit. needs to step in, trade for him, yep. take some salary or cap hit, and then send him somewhere else. Yeah. So the team that I saw rumored yesterday is Edmonton. That the Oilers would want to acquire him. And right now, cap-friendly, they have $0 in cap space. Yeah. Exactly zero. So there's two things on this about weaponizing cap space. Chicago has just picked up Zaitsev for a second and a fourth. Arizona acquired a defenseman from Vegas by taking on Shea Weber's salary. The Sabres have tons of room, and the Sabres could totally weaponize their cap space. The only issue with weaponizing cap space is you do have to pay money. It's ba- it's a way to pay money. Yep. Granted, it's prorated, but it's prorated. And what I would want to look like the same thing. Shea Weber's contract, right? It was one million in salary. One and million seven in salary. Cap. Yep. So I don't think like it's not like the Sabers would be. Let's say they took half. Five point two five million is half. They took half of Kane's salary. What would they actually be paying him? His base salary this year was two point nine out of ten and a half as okay. the cap hit. So would they be paying him $500,000 in real money? Because it's a quarter of a season. Right. So you basically be buying a draft pick for half a million. And the question... Or a couple draft picks, right, the, maybe. Qu- the question is, 
do the Buffalo Sabres want to pay money for more draft picks? I don't necessarily think they do. You might want them to weaponize cap space that requires dollars. I mean, it's not that high a number, though, right? And I might even be over overestimating how high the number is. Well, for a team that financially, uh-huh. I just I wouldn't anticipate they would do that. They could weaponize cap space, but it costs money to actually do it. Right. The other name on the juicy rumor for the trade deadline is, I mentioned going to the break, a former Sabre who talks are heating up. It's also Chicago. Jake McCabe. Hmm. Several clubs have okay. inquired about Jake McCabe with the Chicago Blackhawks. I'd feel I'd feel good for him to get uh, sent to a team that's actually going to make the playoffs. He's been on a lot of losing teams. He was on this team forever, and then he probably thought, oh, I'll go to Chicago. They'll turn things around. Finally be on a winner. And then now he's on the worst team in hockey again. Um, we don't want, and not that he might even want to, but we don't want that here, right? No. I don't think so. Even though, wouldn't he certainly be an upgrade on the third pair? It just yeah, you don't you don't want to go back to. I'm, I'm not it against be, it, but yeah, it does seem unlikely though. Eight oh three oh five fifty. We'll get a uh, break in here on WGR and back to your phone calls. Eight oh three oh five fifty. If you'd like to be a part of it, we'll reset that web poll. Aaron Schatz, Football Outsiders. Some other football matters to get to here as well. We're also going to do the second ever edition of Let's Get Stupid. Yes. So. <laughs> We'll dig into that. It involves another running back for the Bills, but not the draft pick. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll knock it around. Next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 